Ultra. Doctor's Companion. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Cass Fredrickson. And I'm Nick Jimenez. Today on the show, we'll be discussing Eve of the Daleks, uh, which is this year's holiday special, New Year's Day special. Um, and uh, yeah, written by written by Chibnall. Shocker. Um, <laughs> though I will say, I will say, uh, watching it actually is shocking because. Um, uh, I don't know about I don't know I don't know about you guys, but uh, I think this was probably the best. I mean, I keep feel like I keep saying that he keeps getting <laughs> he keeps he keeps like getting better at writing Doctor Who, like and being like writing like actual Doctor Who. Um, but like this was a damn fine Doctor Who episode. Damn fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I like this one a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I will, I will say before I get your opinion, your opinions on this, I do have one question that I have to ask mm-hmm. before the lead gets buried. Cass, how does it feel? How does it feel that your greatest nemesis becomes your greatest ally? I know. <laughs> <laughs> how does it feel? I, I had to update my SpongeBob meme. Like, <laughs> <laughs> dude, when. <laughs> When he when he started talking to Yaz about it, I like almost stood up. I like I like clapped my arms above my head and like pointed at the TV and Norman just started laughing. (laughs) (laughs) I don't I don't I don't want to be hyperbolic, but for me personally, without getting into spoilers, that moment is on par with uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. (laughs) (laughs) because you know as recently as last episode i was like well it's not gonna happen it's never gonna be canon you know and yeah i never thought we'd see this conversation happening and it was like super rewarding and i don't know Mm -hmm. i wasn't even thinking about wanting it it was just like i don't know yeah Um, it's nice the chibnall read the room yeah, like he was like, "Oh, is this okay?" I, no, I and like and, this and, is what's happening. I, I maybe he even talked to the actors too because they were like, "I feel like every time we're in a scene, we're like low key flirting, and <laughs> maybe that should be something. I don't know. Maybe we should just ride it. Let's and ride." Dan it. should talk to him. <laughs> and Dan no, was there too. No, it, it was no, but you're right, Scott. It's 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 almost poetic. It's beautiful how. This character that are you know we were so, <laughs> uh, you know antagonistic we, towards yeah, for him to be the you know the guy that catches the ball so to speak you know the guy that makes the connected pass. You two are gay for each other. <laughs> <laughs> Did you not know that that you're gay? <laughs> I oh, like I that know. the response to was like I don't think I did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But now that you say it, 
<laughs> like here he was like you know the i don't know yeah yeah i think i want to see at the next pride at the next pride rally i want to see i want to see flags of the doctor and yaz kissing but also i just want to see like allies waving flags of dan dan, dan should be like, like, dan should be like <laughs> the official the official mascot of lgbtq plus <laughs> He's everywhere. I did my bit. Yeah, and that's what I could say. Do oh your my bit. God. Do your bit. <laughs> it's and not about Dan, me, but I did my bit. Up. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Oh, yeah. anyway. The but episode I, was good, right? I, I agree with what you said at the beginning, Scott. We're like, I was like, it would almost feel disingenuous to be like, this is even better than last year's because I remember really liking Revolution of the Daleks. Yeah. But the I think a better, you know, I was really happy that this kept the uh, the flux quality going post flux. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, completely. Cass? Um, I think this is the most fun I've had watching Doctor Who in a while. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. No, I really like this yeah. one a lot, and not just because like they're gay, but like <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, like I was thinking about Village of the Doll or Vill- Village of the Angels. Wow, um, no, that's good too. Y- yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, but I was thinking, you know, it's not good. Village of the Cybermen. They can keep that to themselves. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> the Village of the Angels. Um, I was thinking about that episode and how much we liked that episode. And I still think that that is like top tier 13th era of an episode. Mm-hmm. I think this is better um, because of how one, because it stands completely on its own. Uh, but also it's just a lot more fun than the other one. I mean, you know, I like a spooky Doctor Who episode as much as the next guy, but um, you know, this was just this was this was my shit. Um mm-hmm. including including the reuse the of like a set where they they have like they're like, how can we make an episode that's super cheap? And it's like, well, what if we build three sets, a basement set, a lobby set, and a room? a storage room and then we just change out the storage room i guess there's a hallway too but we just change out the the interior of the storage room over and over again change the lighting change what's inside of it but it's the same room every time because it's a storage unit Mm -hmm. um i love that uh so this is like this was like scratching a lot of itches for me um this this just absolutely ruled and i love the 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 fact that the time loop wasn't like a true time loop it all it like went back and stole a minute every each time i love that i love that i thought that that like put like how do you put a how do you put a timer like a like a like a you know a countdown in a time loop thing i know ne- i don't think i ever would have figured that out so i, <laughs> I actually think that that's pretty brilliant um the way that he fi- and it's like it's so simple and just oh so good um loved this <laughs> Yeah, no, I thought that exactly because it's like, you know, time loop movies are famous for being sort of like, and then they're in it for an eternity and they have all the time in the world and adding a race against time element in such a deft way. It really made this like you were I wasn't even thinking about the sets and stuff because it's such a breathless story. Mm hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, 
Uh, what did I, we think of? Uh, oh, sorry. I was well, and the other thing too that I just want to say is impressive is that this is a time loop story. The last time we got a Doctor Who time loop story, it was um, Hellbent, which is maybe the greatest Doctor Who episode of all time. Oh my god! And yet I didn't think about Hellbent once. No. The, right. the whole time watching it, that's impressive. That's really impressive. Yeah, it's such a interesting like yeah because this one is much more entertaining and fast paced and funny, mm-hmm. and that one was going for such a different vibe. But you're right, that's a crazy similarity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it yeah. it mm-hmm. it just makes me sad that we only get like two more episodes with her. Yeah. Because this one was so good, and like, yeah, I feel like the. The little speech that she gives about like learning and and like trying again and whatever, I'm like, oh look, there she is! Like that's that's the doctor, and it took like mm-hmm. two and a half seasons, two point five seasons or something, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's tragic. You no, know, it's 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 heartbreaking that I don't know whose fault it was. I don't know if it was Chibnall or if it was the BBC being like we need to completely reboot the show again the way that we did with uh with Matt Smith where it's just like we're we're starting it over like it's a totally new aesthetic totally new type of show that's what we want so do that and i don't know if it's just slowly been chipnol just looking around and being like can i just do doctor who now okay <laughs> like cuz it has it has felt like this this slow transition across all of these seasons back into literally just a doctor who adventure you know like that's it's it just like flux felt like you know with it with its flaws it still felt like doctor who for the first time since he took over the show mm. um and this episode just ruled and it just sucks that there's only two more and then it's mm-hmm. like well that's it that's all i get i don't know and um it's interesting that now the doctor is aware of her imminent demise or transition in the way that the viewer is yeah um and i actually didn't really think about that until i like took to social media after watching the episode and people were like that's why she was she's kind of like in denial mode because she's like well i don't know i don't have literally the time to emotionally sort through this Mm -hmm. but because like my time with this person is so precious uh and i was like it just really is adding to her character in a cool way what if Oh man, what if they finally kiss just as she regenerates? Scott, don't do this. And to then me. they and then, they kiss, they kiss, and then she regenerates into a new person, and they're like, "Yeah," and then it's like almost like starting over a That's little bit. So sad. Well, yeah, of course. And then uh, I don't know, maybe like some of her energy. She's like, you know, the doctor literally has some of like, like that energy like with her and i don't know it's like kind of like yeah. isn't like isn't there um like the, how, how that one doctor was like part donna oh right right right. yeah yeah the doctor donna mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> underrated doctor <laughs> uh yeah what did we both uh or what did all three of us think of aisling bay as uh um Sarah. I'm I'm furious that she's only going to be in this episode. Like I want 
I wanted her to just become a companion <laughs> because she ruled. Like she was so funny. Like yeah, I, I loved that. I loved it. Um, plus, it would have been fun to have like another like annoying mom. You know, like Jackie. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been fun. I don't know. <laughs> Cass, what'd you think? Um, I thought she was really funny. I don't know that I've ever seen her in anything else. So she is the the mom in that new Disney Plus Home Alone movie with the kid from Jojo Rabbit. Oh, oh. really? Yeah. Um, oh. They let him keep his accent. I watched this, by the way. They they, yeah. they let him keep his accent. And she is putting on a, a British accent. Oh. She's Irish. Okay. Interesting. So Interesting. she's like, Kevin, blind me. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. And so on. Um, yeah. No, it would. It actually. It, you know, now watching this, I'm like, oh yeah, that makes perfect sense that you would have her be like the new Catherine O'Hara in a Home Alone. That's thing. true. Yeah. Yeah, because she definitely has that vibe. That sort of like frazzled Catherine O'Hara vibe in this. <laughs> I'm really hoping we get, um, you know, like the way that you go back and watch Blink and you're like, oh, my gosh, it's um, yeah, it's you, it's, it's you that actor. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Carrie Mulligan. Carrie Mulligan. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or you watch, uh, uh, what is it? Daleks, Daleks take Manhattan. Oh, with Andrew Garfield. Like, yeah. Yeah. And you're like, oh, there he is. Oi, it's me. Spidey. <laughs> And, and and Nick was good too. He was um, mm-hmm. there. He was an interesting character. I remember thinking like, oh, this is like a better version of like the James Corden love story from uh, the, the Lodger. Yeah, I agree that he is also good. I I think my only issue they are both separately good, but I don't know that they have any chemistry. Mm. So like when mm. they get together in the end, I'm like. I, I mean, okay. I mean, I guess that makes sense on paper, but I don't know that I buy this, really. <laughs> I don't but, disagree in any strong yeah. way. Yeah. I like both of them, and that's the that's the problem. It's like, I don't want to get rid of either one of them. I just don't know that they work as a romantic mm-hmm. pairing, but I don't know. He was he was really cute, though. He was like, he was like I have an embarrassing crush. <laughs> I'm so glad he uh, wasn't a serial killer, dude. Like... I saw him put yeah. that sticky note with the name. I was like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm glad they made a thing about how creepy that looks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It didn't go unremarked upon. Yeah. It all got um, blown up in the end. Yeah. <laughs> I think Sarah, I agree with, I think Sarah would make a really interesting companion because she has such a kind of like, almost like uh downbeat Daria, da- like energy <laughs> that we haven't seen maybe since Donna. Yeah. She'd be like, oh, yeah, great. she would definitely have she would definitely have that like talk back energy yeah. to her. Oh man, could you imagine like her and Capaldi going at it? Oh wow. Oh my god. Just like <laughs> just like the two of them just like bickering nonstop. Like, an Irish roommates. an Irish woman and a Scotsman just <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> it would be incredible. Oh wow. <laughs> I don't know that I can handle that. Mm, I would love it. (laughs) Um, I'd have to turn the subtitles on, but I would love it. (laughs) Um, Man, I forgot what I was going to say. Now I was thinking about it. Oh, I'm sorry. I know. (laughs) Um, Big fan of of the Daleks in this one. 
Yeah. I like their upgrade, their new gun. Oh, yeah. I didn't even notice. Yeah. It was pretty scary. Pretty scary. New oh, gun. I, I remember the moment where Sarah tells the Dalek to shoe. It was really great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, that was good. Oh, man. Did you duck? Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. That was great. That was a good moment. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Uh, it is, uh, oh, it was, uh I, oh, yeah. I remember thinking, like, I really, I'm glad, I like that there isn't some kind of ulterior plot reason why the doctor decides to, like, stop everything and save these two people. It's just because, like, they get attacked by Daleks, and she's like, well, it's my mm-hmm. job to save them. Mm-hmm. Like, That's yeah. Doctor Who, baby. <laughs> I, I like how everything, how simple everything was. It was just like, they got dumped there because the t- they're resetting the TARDIS or whatever. And then they get dumped there. They're supposed to be at the beach. But they get dumped there because the TARDIS is like, no, you got you have a job to do. I'm gonna I'm gonna go get I'm gonna this. heal myself, but you have a job to do. So <laughs> yeah, I'm dropping you off here. Um, you know, typical TARDIS shit. Um and uh and then the Daleks track them there and it's like and then there's also the time loop happening because of the TARDIS. It, I just, I really liked the combination of all of these things and that, you know, no, none of it was random, you know, it was all like this little self-contained there, loop. Yeah. Yeah. There was like a reason for, for all of it. And, and the only random part was that it just happened to be at this uh, storage unit. But yeah, I Instead like of that. James Corden's flat again. Yeah, it's, it's, it's <laughs> God, could you imagine if they ever brought him back? Oh no! Um, <laughs> oh. Archie, I think that was the son's name. Doctor, I've ruined too many musicals. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're out to get me. Help me! You have to help. Has uh, <laughs> has the doctor ever had a musical number? Has the doctor ever sung before? Ooh, that's no? a good question. I I feel like Seven may have sung at some point, like a little a little ditty. Mm-hmm. That feels like his vibe of just like I don't yeah. know. You know, like how like how Loki sang in that one part in Loki, like he just had a song that he knew. Yeah, mm-hmm. I bet Eight also has sung in Big Finish. That sounds mm-hmm. cor- that sounds correct. Yeah. Yeah, I could see Seven singing like a little like nursery rhyme kind of vibe kind of thing. Just like a sure. silly little like Celtic something like or other. I don't know. Um, but Eight, I could see like like singing just like Loki did in that one episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Like an old Gallifreyan yeah. past, pastor song. Right. <laughs> yeah. I can't picture any of the other ones doing it, though. Um. Maybe next much, time, baby. Much, much to think about. <laughs> it, it's really cool, you know, because like every good episode of the Chibnall era so far has also been like really complicated, like Fugitive mm-hmm. of the Jadoon and Parts of Flux that, like you said, Scott, I'm glad that this was such a simple story, but also like really exciting and funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good Daleks. <laughs> Yeah, just really like lean 
just like no they were just like shut up yeah <laughs> daleks have no managers that was great <laughs> they kind of um, do i i am uh yeah it just sucks that there's only two two more because like you know whenever they said like oh yeah there's going to be three specials in 2022 my my thought was like oh like the 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 christmas special and then like three more and then i was like oh right they don't do christmas specials which means this is airing in 2022 so this one counts god damn it so now there's only two left which is just yeah bananas i was reading a a story that was like her penultimate story is coming I'm like no that can't be right oh but it is that's such a bummer um yeah that's a bummer. I So yeah, so I'm bummed out about that. Um I'm also bummed out that like we're not going to get a holiday special next year, presumably, because it seems like Russell T Davies like low key announced that he's not coming back until fall of 2023. So hmm. there's going to be like a full year between 13's regeneration and the next season no yeah which is upsetting a lot of time for tdc uh, <laughs> i mean around. that's true but you know, <laughs> also we get we start to get antsy when we don't have new episodes to talk about <laughs> i know <laughs> um but uh yeah i don't know um also, I'm super frustrated because I was looking at our schedule for the next um for season 9 of uh Long Way Around. Is it not good? One of the Well, um it's it's okay. Um but the it's like it's like 50-50. But the thing that I'm frustrated with is the fact that we're scheduled to watch The Abominable Snowmen, mm-hmm. which has an animated version coming out, but it's not out yet. So <laughs> we just wait. <laughs> I mean, I guess, but people, I think people would be upset. Um, cause I don't, I, it doesn't have a date yet. I don't think it's not even oh. like, scheduled, um, with That's a release annoying. date. It was just announced in November, but I'm like, man, well, by the time we're done working on geek by night, <laughs> I guess that's true. <laughs> I just like, you guys are jerks. <laughs> I don't know. Um, anyway. Yeah. That happened with uh, Mokra Terra, right? Like we talked about it, yeah. and then they're just like, "Here's an animated one." Yeah, and I was like, "Man, come <laughs> on, you guys!" I had to imagine what those giant crabs off. looked like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Um. Circling back, I guess to the to the Doctor Yaz stuff. I think it's. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking, like you know, no matter what the conclusion of this is, like even if it does end with the Doctor being like, "Hey, like I don't really, I don't know if I can do." do what you know maybe you're expecting me to do with these feelings because like i'm the doctor i'm a million years old or whatever whatever you know like also um, i'm about to die right yeah i guess i'm just i'm appreciating the journey right now you know Mm -hmm. it's just cool that this is like a a thing that the show is taking seriously and like Mm -hmm. investing and hopefully we get a lot more of it in um the next special yeah i was fully expecting it to just be gay bait yeah period i know that was it and that's like, why I was surprised when it happened. Yeah. No, that was that's really good. That was like Chibnall being like, no, I'm not gaslighting you. It's 
this is this is legit. This is actually happening. You're not crazy. <laughs> Sometimes really nice. you just need a goofball from Liverpool with no friends to <laughs> tell you what's right in front of you. Do you two have a crush on each other? <laughs> Do you like her? <laughs> I hope uh, I hope him and Maximilian or whatever. Uh, I hope they like had conversations about it during their adventures. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! I do believe yes. Like likes the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I I wish he had asked by passing Yaz a note that just said, "Do you like like the doctor?" Dude, Circle yes. yes or no. Yeah, check yes or no. <laughs> like a little bottle. <laughs> oh man! Four years. Yeah. yeah. That was a long time. Man. (laughs) Yeah. I wonder if they're going to hold over. It doesn't feel like they're going anywhere right now. Both of them? Yeah. I mean, I would not have a problem with that. No, I wouldn't either. I would quite like it, actually. I like Dan. There Uh, it is. (laughs) <laughs> Dan is more untethered. I, that's crazy too, because you really didn't like him in, in episode one. No, mm-hmm. I did not. I mean, we didn't like him the moment he was announced. <laughs> right. Uh. <laughs> um. But yeah, I don't know, like because like Yaz has a family. You don't really hear Dan talk. I mean, we met his two parents, but right. yeah. yeah, that girl that he liked fucked off. So, <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. Hey. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Anyway. Cass, it's... would you prefer like a doctor starting off with new companions? I don't know. Because even though like the, the romantic subplot and it's barely a subplot because it's I don't know. Um, with Yaz is being like acknowledged, I still feel like I don't really have a good grasp on her. Like, because mm. we, she's been there from the beginning, but like, we we don't like spend a lot of time with her. If that makes any sense, you know. Mm-hmm. No, um, totally. And I kind of want to see what. Russell T does with them, like both of them, which is weird because Dan, but <laughs> yeah, uh, there is something really, there's something really RTD about both of them. Mm-hmm. I agree. Like, I think Yaz has a lot in common with like Rose Tyler. She feels very like intrepid and can do and relatable. Mm-hmm. And like Dan, like, or, like he, he really grounded Doctor Who in a, in a big way and mm-hmm. was really interested in these like blue collar working class characters. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Dan feels like a, like a young Bernard Cribbins mm. in a lot like, of ways. Like I can imagine like Dan, like visiting uh, Rose's mom on Christmas, to, like check on her, you know? Yeah. <laughs> check on her. <laughs> Jackie, are you all right? <laughs> you alive, Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> um. Cass, what what were your thoughts on the announcement of the next episode being 
Legend of the Sea Devils. Oh my God, I'm so excited. I screamed. Um, I love those yeah. stupid things. <laughs> yeah. Because I was like watching the trailer. I was like, oh, hell yeah, pirates. And then it was just like, oh, sea devils. Yes, this is going to be great. I hope it's good because the last time Doctor Who did pirates, it was not good. Um, it was the worst. <laughs> yeah. Correction. So... It was the worst, actually. <laughs> um yeah i hope the momentum keeps keeps on rolling because like the idea of of the doctor and yaz trying to like sort out their feelings while also dealing with pirates and like oversized sea lizards fills me with delight and i want that Uh very much (laughs) (laughs) that's real good yeah and like you said Cass, i hope i hope that it's not put on the back burner and yeah. like left like half for the finale at the end of like, yep. Yeah. It kind of starts center stage now that it's been called out and put a, yeah. put upon like what else is there for her to deal with? I don't think, I think we might be over her talking about like Gallifrey and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. At least until the finale, mm-hmm. which, which I assume is going to be master centric, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Right. Have I seen the sea devils yet? Scott? No. Cool. No, they're like kind of the last of the recurring classic Who villains to be mm-hmm. turned into a new Who character. Um, I don't think, not that they recurred a lot, but mm-hmm. I, I like it's like now now all that's left is the Ronnie. Like that's it. That's the only. It's never. I feel like that's the the only recurring Who villain that hasn't been a new Who yet. And that means RTD's probably going to get to it. Yeah, maybe. Maybe I she'll be the so. the villain of like his first season. That would be dope as hell. <laughs> Are you a fan of the Sea Devils as well, Scott? I do. I like them. They're stupid looking. That's great. <laughs> That's a plus. <laughs> like the Daleks. Yeah, they're related to the Silurians. They're this. They're the sea oh. equivalent. They're like a sister. Oh, species. that's so cool. Like the like the Vulcans and the Romulans. Rom- I am reading uh, the Doctor Who Target book for the the Crimson Horror, written mm-hmm. by Mark Gatiss. Yeah, and it's it's really fun. It's written like a Victorian, like H.G. Wells. How like you know like a not this the I collected a bunch of diary entries and newspapers, and now it's this book. Oh, that's oh. cool. Uh, Jenny is the POV character for a lot of it that I'm reading right now. Oh, that's fun. It's like so mean. The missus was out popping around when we saw a dead body. Like, this, is, this is great. <laughs> Our friend, the potato. Yeah, she calls him. Yeah, she's like, he's a good butler despite his big old potato head. And I'm like, yeah, that's so funny. Bless. So, Mark Gatiss, maybe maybe better in prose. You know. Hmm. Okay. Good for him. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I have a synopsis on. Um, Via the Doctor Who website of Legend of the Sea Devils, if you two would like me to read it. Would love it. Sure. Uh, Legend of the Sea Devils finds the Doctor, Yaz, and Dan in 19th century China, where a small coastal village is under threat from both the fearsome pirate queen, Madame Ching, played by Crystal Yu, and a monstrous alien force, which she unwittingly unleashes. Will the Doctor, Yaz, and Dan emerge from this swashbuckling battle with the sea devils to save the planet. And then there's Good. some cool screen caps. Oh, Swashbuckling. Like I'm hype. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
oh, can we get pirate outfit outfits for everybody? That would be really cool. I like that. I imagine I imagine Dan's outfit looking like like uh, Bob Hoskins and Hook, like Smee. <laughs> he he's definitely like the goofy in Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, like for sure. <laughs> he, he would get turned into like a turtle or yeah, yeah, yeah. In Kingdom Hearts terms, the Doctor is Mickey and and Yaz is Donald, and he's goofy. <laughs> I mean Sora, huh? <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess if it was that that trio, yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, no, the Final Fantasy characters are the are are the are the they're they're the Disney characters. The Final Fantasy mean. characters are the the like episode characters or whatever, like got the it, characters that they interrupt and enter their universe. <laughs> it would be cool to get uh, a thirteen pirate costume because we've really only gotten the Spyfall costume. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was thinking about her costume a lot in this episode for some reason. Um, And I was just thinking about how I feel like it never quite became iconic for me. Um, You know, 12 has a whole other problem, which is like his outfit is a vibe mostly Mm -hmm. um, because Mm -hmm. it changes all the time. Hers stayed pretty consistent, but there is something I guess like so low key about a t-shirt that it just didn't it never crossed over into iconic for me um i don't know it, it never it never quite i don't know there's just something about it that I, I i feel like it's missing something and it always has i don't know cass how do you feel i mean cuz she's got the coat too it's like yeah i know okay i i yeah. like never focus on the shirt it's always like the coat which is feel it funny cuz uh. i Missed that her coat was reversible the whole time. <laughs> we all did. <laughs> yeah. Today I was on my my morning walk and I saw some guy walking towards me down the street. And the whole time he was walking towards me, I was trying to figure out if he was wearing a Thirteenth Doctor shirt or just a striped shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Is that is <laughs> what was the verdict? That... <laughs> I guess that's my have of like, you know, he has a point, I guess, you know, of like, yeah, yeah. I, I would know for sure if like that guy is dressed like the 11th doctor. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's funny. It's like, it's like this weird thing where it's like, it's just missing like, um, I don't know. It's just like missing a certain factor to it because like I look at it and I'm like, oh yeah, that's the 13th doctor. But it was like something about her walking around with the goggles and no jacket and the t-shirt with the undershirt. Mm. Um, mm. And she was like walking around like that. And I was just like, yeah, I guess, I guess that is her outfit. Huh? Hmm. <laughs> like, I don't know. It was just... <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I can picture what you're describing, you know, and it is yeah. like, it is only her, you know? Yeah. 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 I don't know. Just missing, missing something. Um, I'm not sure what it is, but like a monocle. I'm sure. But it's also a thing where it's like, where do you even start with designing a, 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 a the first female doctor outfit? You know, like you basically have like all of your standards of like go to stuff for the doctor is all like kind of male centric stuff. So it's like, where do we even like? Where do we even start? And so I guess they started in like kind of a gender nebulous place and that was like what their thought process was i i 
I assume, but... Would you like the outfit better if she always had the goggles, like, on her head? Like, not in front of her mm. eyes, but, like, perched on her head. Yes. Oh, yeah. I would. I think she yes. needs an accessory. Very, very... Yes, yeah, I Very agree. Digimon. Yeah. <laughs> I think she needs... I think you're totally right. I think that's what she needs is is something. I also don't love her pants. Never have. Um, they look I, comfy. I feel like they lack personality. I like that they're they like. They do look comfy. I, I, yeah, they do look very comfy. Um, but I, they're I, almost I, Aladdin I, pants. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't. I like that they come up. I like that they're. What are the? What are those kulaks? What What do you call those? What are you? <laughs> I can the picture. Where, yeah, they're where, very. Where the th- the three quarter leg. Oh, um, oh shit. Because every time I see that her like pants, I always think, oh, that would be the hardest part to cosplay because they're so specifically cut. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I like that, but I don't like that they're also loose. Like I wish that if they were going to do that, I wish they were like, like tight on the leg. Um, like a, like an adventurer kind of like vibe. I don't know. I don't know if this makes sense, Does that make sense? but <laughs> to me, it's almost like she came from, it's almost like she was a Madeline, like an illustration first. Uh huh. Yeah. And they were trying to like, oh, well in the illustration, her pants always had this kind of flowing look. And so they kind of gave yeah. it because it's very like that, that kind of storybook teacher that we've gone back to sometimes of like, mm-hmm. it's very yeah. kind of Miss Frizzle. Yeah. It's almost like they're trying to like, if you, if this was a drawing, It'd be like, oh, all of this is flowing because she's not wearing a dress, but we want to like suggest the vibe of a dress by having all of this flowy fabric around, you know? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But like then if you I were drawing like, it. Right. But I feel like her pants don't translate in that sense because they're not made of like a flowy material. It's just like always like flared mm-hmm. out. Right. Right. And yeah. this right. kind of like her spyfall tux was too, to be honest. Yeah. 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 That's kind of her like trademark fit is like a little bit like comfy. Yeah. I almost wonder yeah. if I would like her pants more if they were like rolled up instead of like cut that way. Like like it was like a choice. So if they really lean into like garage doctor. Right. Yes. That's what I want, I think. As I want to really lean into garage doctor because like that's like a really cool vibe. But like we only get little flashes of that. And I wish that was like her whole vibe. It was like garage doctor and then like i throw a coat over the garage look to go on an adventure and do a shit i don't know i think i i i i don't i i feel like they purposefully didn't do like the cuffed pants though because like the rolled up pants because like i feel like they didn't want her to look like she was like literally in like someone else's clothes do you know what i mean Mm, like because she's like the first female doctor so it's just like if she's just wearing yeah. pants rolled up it's like you know yeah, she's like that, in someone else's like pants. A, <laughs> right yeah no you're yeah. right you're right i mean yeah you're you're totally right it's i think they're just like between a rock and a hard place I yeah think yeah the costume designer probably just did the best that they could but um it never and it's it never it's never crossed over to iconic for me i don't mm. know and it's exciting to think about like you know the conversations that the rtd team are having now mm-hmm. Of like, you know, what's the third well, you know, what's after this? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Jody Whitaker picked my girl. Did you guys see that? Yeah. Yeah, I sent it to you. Yeah. I had seen it before you sent it to me, but yes. 
I, uh, I've still only seen her in that episode of Dracula. Yeah. That both of you hated and I thought was a-okay. <laughs> I haven't seen Dracula, so. Oh, just, that's weird. I remember both of you. I hated like, it enough for the both of us. I, <laughs> <laughs> I remember two people hating it. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. I, uh, I, I can't wait for you to see more of her because she's yeah. the best. I have to get my RTD rewatch started this year. Yeah. Indeed. Oh, um, well, just watch, right? <laughs> yeah. Catch up. <laughs> yeah, catch up. A uh, a thought occurred to me while I was watching this episode, and I don't know if they've like confirmed anyone else returning aside from Russell T. But do you think that we'll get Murray Gold back for the composing? Oh. Like <laughs> that would be crazy. I would oh, love that God, so that much. That would be. What's he even been doing? How has I don't know. Marvel not snapped him up? Mar- I know. Or DC. Like DC yeah. is just like desperate for like a really cool composer to like compose their their mm-hmm. stuff. Like that is in Junkie XL. Yeah, that is a Junkie <laughs> XL. Um, or uh, uh, who did? I guess they've kind of just had a different person every time. I guess right. They just change mm-hmm. it up every time. Anyway. God, Murray Gold would just wreck yeah. over at DC. I I just can't believe that he hasn't been picked up by movies. He's so good. Yeah. Um, I was on a Spotify today because I was writing to him and like he had I think his only non Doctor Who thing on Spotify is the movie Hoodwinked. Remember Hoodwinked? Yikes. Yikes. Ooh, ooh, okay. So Wikipedia says in 2019, Gold reunited with Russell T. Davies for a series years and years. So maybe, like, oh, wow. Yep. Maybe he will. <laughs> I'm liking those odds. God, I hope so. That was just a couple years ago. Yeah. He did do years and years. Yeah, I remember the score. Oh, the score was really good on years and years. Huh. Yeah. Man. That would be good. I would like that. Um. Yeah. I want. I want that. Um. I would also be cool with it with him like finding somebody else cool. I mean, you know, if they were sure. really really good. But you know, Murray Gold is kind of a comfort for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it would be great to hear. Yeah. To give to give like the new doctor like a new theme. Right. Right. Yeah. That's what she's been. She doesn't have a theme. That's a bummer. Right. It feels by design, but I don't think that makes it the less unfortunate. Right. Like mm-hmm. the music feels it's there's much less of a presence than like, you know, the Moffat era would have these big sweeping operatic, you know, musical moments. Yeah. Christmas carol and stuff like that. Right. And it ruled. <laughs> yeah, it was great. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So um do we think Legend of the Sea Devils, they said spring. So are we thinking are we thinking um Easter, Easter weekend. Oh, probably. That's a safe yeah. bet. That's probably, that's when, that's when they did, um, Planet of the Dead, um, was Easter weekend. Mm-hmm. That's, and that's and when, so, um, that's when, uh, Matt Smith premiered, isn't it? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. That's true. One year um, <laughs> Apparently, like, this is the however many year anniversary of, like, that announcement. Of oh. of eleven, like 
Remember that like photo of him like in a blazer in front of the TARDIS? Yeah. Everyone's like, is this what he's going to look like? Everybody <laughs> thought that was going to be his outfit. Uh, hey, guys, it's me, the 11th Doctor. I'm super cool. And no one... <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's so funny. Um, yeah. Hmm. So that'll be April and then and the next one in the fall. For like a, is it for like a centennial or something like that? Didn't they say it was like, right? Yeah. Some kind of event. It's coinciding with the BBC's centennial. And I don't know if that means like the whole year they're doing stuff or like if they're doing stuff in a specific month. Um, Yeah. But. Hmm. Well. So, so we're getting two more specials this year. Mm Mm-hmm. And then nothing until the fall. So nothing New Year's Day 2023. I don't think so. No. So I this think, could be the last New Year's Day special. Yeah, I think it might be. It probably will be forever because Russell T, you know he's bringing that Christmas back. <laughs> he's saving Christmas. You know he is. I hope, I hope that's his whole ad campaign. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he walked into the BBC and he just wrote Christmas this on the is. board. And then... <laughs> And then, and then wrote like drew two lines through the S in Christmas, like like James James Cameron Money. when he pitched Aliens, <laughs> Fox execs. Oh, very good, very good. <laughs> oh yes, Christmas. <laughs> I'll show you what you've been missing: Christmas and then money. <laughs> Morons. Uh, we got to bring this guy back. He knows what he's talking about. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> oh man um yeah you know there's not I'm, a lot to talk about with this particular episode because it was like the the only like big revelatory thing was like you know confirmation about mm-hmm. uh, oh um what, what what did you think of the uh the sonic trick of like echo like fake projections of people to trick the daleks um I mean, it's good. It's fine. I mean, you know, it's like, it's like, I, I like it as like, um, I always like it when the Sonic is used in like a stupid way. Yeah. (laughs) That doesn't make any sense. (laughs) It's like a stupid way to like get out of a problem. So like, I, 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 I'm a fan of it. I don't know. Felt very Doctor Who-ish to me. I don't like, now that I'm thinking about it, um, I know we had like weird bat aliens in some classic story, but like, like bat aliens would be like, would hate the sonic screwdriver because like they, like bats use echolocation, right? So like, yeah, the, the sonic absolutely. would just mess up their shit. Yeah, that's but true. Daleks, I don't know. That is, that was really silly. I just kind of like swept it into like techno babble. Because, mm-hmm. like, whenever she was just, like, explaining the plan, I was just like, I don't really get it, but okay, Doctor. <laughs> like a companion. Yeah. <laughs> um, I agree with you, though, Cass. I think Doctor Who should absolutely meet, uh, like, race of bat creatures. hmm That have, like, a bat monarchy. <laughs> <laughs> and... 
You know how like all the goblins know all the sword names? Like they would just like know like, oh, it's the sonic screwdriver. <laughs> That's so funny. And then Dan can explain to them the difference between Daredevil and Batman and they can get really upset. Like, You're telling me the blind the blind one isn't called Batman? No, he's not. What's a I'm on your side. I get it. <laughs> Yeah, that scene where Dan and the Dalek like had like, a great. little back and forth for a bit. I was like, "Yeah, let's let's give uh, let's give Dan a Dalek roommate. Come on, <laughs> I'll watch has, that spinoff. He has great creature chemistry. <laughs> he does. <laughs> he does. I like the idea of him getting a Dalek roommate and then being in a time loop like forever." <laughs> because the Dalek, every time he get he gets killed by the Dalek, the time loop resets, and the Dalek is just like, "God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> you can't keep no. killing me." <laughs> we have no. to talk through our problems, Dalek. It's <laughs> <laughs> ah. <laughs> wearing like an apron. <laughs> uh, that's good. That's funny. Anyway. All right. Well, not a not a lot of not a lot of deep discussion to come out of this episode, but the episode <laughs> rules. Make no mistake. Yeah, I liked how they used their their brains. Mm-hmm. It it just felt like I was with the characters the whole time as they were like solving these problems. And it's yeah, I don't know. It's, it 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 is a bit. You're you're both right. It is kind of melancholy. However good these episodes are, it's like, why we were just asking for Doctor Who, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, where was this energy like three years ago? <laughs> yeah. Instead, we got like a tooth man, multiple tooth men. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, a cabin, a frog. I yeah. did like that one. That one's one that I think a about one. a lot, actually. Mm-hmm. Which one is that? Um, I don't even remember what it's called, but the one where she goes to the other oh, universe. That's right. It was like a, wasn't there like it, a mirror situation or something? Right. It takes you away. Is is that one? Yeah. It takes oh you yeah, away. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Well, eventually we'll we'll start rewatching all of these on Long yeah. Way Around. Remember Ryan and Graham? No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, wasn't that Doofus who couldn't ride a bike? Oh no, he was a hero who learned how to ride a bike. <laughs> Dan's Dalek trick did a bit Graham energy though. Yes, uh-huh. yeah, I like when he was like, "I'm gonna go get killed by a Dalek to distract him," and, and yeah. then he gets he gets off the elevator and just like in in like. Yeah, in the most classic Who energy I've ever seen, the camera just holds on him far away, and he gets off the elevator, looks around, sees a box, grabs the box, and then runs down the stairs with it. And I'm like, I don't know where this is going. But... <laughs> oh, I wish he had put it on top of it. Yeah. I can't say. Yeah. Take that. <laughs> what are you going to do now? <laughs> Kicks it. Yeah, that would be the most classic who thing that they could have done. Mm-hmm. Just, just put Dalek a box over, over a doll's head. <laughs> Help. 
Uh, oh, um, I I liked how their vendetta against the doctor specifically in this episode had directly to do with her decision <laughs> to let all of them die in the flux battle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was like, that yeah. with the centaur? And it's like, but you didn't stop them. From- <laughs> <laughs> you said, and I quote. <laughs> <laughs> Pulls out a little, she like parts from the paper. <laughs> I won't kill them, but I don't have to save them. <laughs> Rolls it up. Oh, I did say that. <laughs> I just watched Batman. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, a lot, of, a lot of Daleks died that day. Yeah. And uh, hopefully, a lot of a lot of sea devils will die. <laughs> this Easter Sunday. This Easter Sunday. <laughs> sea devils gonna die. Yeah. Uh, uh, Which doctor do you think of the extinction of the sea? <laughs> no. Uh, which doctor has had the most sword fights? Pertwee. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Cool. Yeah. In a Sea Devils episode with the Master. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, maybe the Master will show up. Oh, true. Maybe. Oh, sh- like to tee off the finale. Yeah. Maybe like show up at the very end. Being a pirate, Sasha Dewan. Ooh. Oh, maybe he'll be in disguise. <laughs> oh, that would be so great. <laughs> oh my God! Uh... It was me all along. Yeah. <laughs> no. Hey, you know what? It worked crazy good in that Cyberman episode. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that was nuts. Oh, yeah. That was the best. That was one of the best reveals, I think, of the whole show. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, oh, shit. That was him. <laughs> oh, that was so good. <laughs> yeah. It's like what, what you hope for every time. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> um, yeah, that was that Arrested Development meme for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Lucille just screaming. Yeah, Gene Parmesan. <laughs> yeah, Gene Parmesan, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's what you want out of the master every time he's in disguise. Yeah, just yeah, joyful surprise. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh, man. Well, um, you know. Always so grateful for the listeners for coming yeah. back despite the long waits. Yeah. yeah. We'll see you guys uh, around Easter. I really don't think we'll be doing a no way around before then because um, we have a lot of other things to do outside of this show, unfortunately. Um, but Personal uh, and professional. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But hopefully, hopefully we'll be able to do it over the summer. That feels like a nice period yeah. of time that we'll be able to get another season in. Um, but yeah, Keep next time will we'll, be over. Yeah. Next time we'll do sea devils and we'll try to plan it so that we come back with no way around, like right after that sea devils episode so that, um, we'll be able to get through another season before her finale. Mm-hmm. So I hope we don't find out who, uh, third or 14 is until like it's happening. Oh man. I know. It's kind of crazy. I they mm-hmm. have to know, right? Like 
he Russell T. Davies keeps claiming that he doesn't know, but like they gotta know. <laughs> like, how did they not shoot it already? And also, like, if they're not coming back until fall of next year of 2023, you're telling me that they're just gonna like shoot just the regeneration? Or is it our theory that there is no regeneration and uh, 13 and Yaz are going to walk into the to the sunset ellipses and the next time we see Doctor Who, it'll be a new doctor later. with no explanation of like okay, what that's happened. Better. That's better than mine. 800 years <laughs> later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Or just like it'll be like uh, the Ninth Doctor all over again, where it's like mm. Mysteri- mysterious, yeah, brooding, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Be interesting to see to find out what happens. But uh, can't, can't wait. Yeah. Anyway. All right. See you guys in the spring. Yeah. Have a great winter. <laughs> Hope we, <laughs> you know, hunker down. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully oh the groundhog does not see a shadow. Oh <laughs> hey, Groundhog Day reference. We did Yay. it. We did it. Time loops. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.